Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit, a platform where we have invited spirit to share messages, healings, and transmissions with all of us. May this energetic experience help us to expand our awareness and to deepen the relationship we have with our higher self, our spiritual team, and with Source, however we define them. Thank you for being here and for taking part in this amazing journey. So welcome back to Channeling Spirit Virtual Summit. Today is sadly our last day, and this is our penultimate uh, episode. We are here with Robin Gero. Did I pronounce that more or less okay? Yeah, it's perfect. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> and um, so Robin, uh, again, is someone that I met uh, fairly recently as I was organizing this event. And um, I've loved the conversations that he and I have had. Um, I love his energy and I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, we both seem to have a very kind of react in the moment kind of uh, energy. So I don't know too much about the way that he works with channeling. Um, we've talked a little bit about it. So I'm excited to see, um, like I say, where we go with this. So let me let Robin introduce himself and then um, we'll go from there. Okay, so I'm Robin Gero, as you said, I am French, as you can hear it. And um, I channel information for a bit less than 20 years now. Uh, I am a clairvoyant, professional clairvoyant for 10 years now. And, um, and channeling uh, has been a big part uh, of my life, uh, a really a life changer that to be guided, it really changed uh, a lot of things for me. And um, so I continue the way I, uh, I work daily is uh, I connect to person who come uh, to me uh, with a problem, for example, and I receive information about uh, what's going on uh, in beneath the problem, behind the problem. And I can see and feel the structure of the person, which is like the belief system uh, of the person. And we go uh, layer by layer to see the core of it, and to bring back, uh, to bring it back to the conscious level. And when something is brought back to the conscious level, uh, then you are able to move on with it. Um, so that's my daily uh, daily work. And as well, it's um, 12 years now, I help people uh, to develop their third eyes abilities um, with seminars and workshop as well for 12 years now. And last thing is, uh, I um, my first door for me was Reiki. It's a long time ago, it's 19 years ago. Uh, I discovered Reiki and as soon as I started to, uh, to channel Reiki, I had um, some images of animals, like really like flashes 
Beautiful. And so if I was to ask you what you would like to share with us, what, um, what would you like to share with us? I would like to share um, tonight the different manner to channel uh, to channel information because we have uh, when it comes to channeling spirit we all have this image of the person who receives the flow of the spirit and who can uh, verbally express uh, the voice of the spirit and um, I would like to open uh, to open the channeling to all the other manners. Uh, which uh, exist uh, apart from from this, and there are many manners to uh, to channel uh, spirits and information as well. So maybe I'm going to start by um, uh, explaining a bit the different channel we have in within uh, ourselves. Uh, so it's like the physical uh, physical. Um, channel we have, uh, hearing, uh, hearing, seeing, all these uh, senses we have, we have the same one uh, on the etheric level. So I will start by um, what I would call um, clear feeling, which is information you can receive by your body. Uh, it means you can uh, receive information like physically, uh, energetically, and as well emotionally. And all this is what I call clear feeling. And most of the person already channeled by, uh, by this way, uh, even if you don't notice it or don't pay attention uh, to it. Uh, the person who do um, energy uh, healing, um, they are called to develop this, uh, this side uh, of them and to, uh, to see all the different uh, sensations you can have, because there are many, many sensations you can have. So on the physical level, uh, it would be, um, uh, can be pain or sensation, um, tickling sometimes. Uh, on the energy level, it can be uh, waves of energy, sensation of a presence uh, as well. Um, sometimes it's like, uh, like the heart is beating. Um, sometimes you feel cold on one area of, the, of your body. Sometimes you feel warm. Um, all this kind of uh, sensation are clear, clear feeling. And you can as well um, feel the, some emotion sometimes. Uh, for example, it happened many times for me when I go through past life, for example, and I, uh, and I connect uh, specific emotions, uh, specific emotion. Um, so the emotion is, is as well an experience we all um, have done before, like when we speak to somebody and we, we just can feel uh, what this person is feeling, if it's sadness or maybe uh, anger or tension. Uh, even if his or her face uh, is not um, showing anything, you can feel the emotion the person feels. 
So it's the same thing uh, when it comes to clear, clear feeling. So this, this sense is uh, this extra sense, as I, as I call it, uh, as I call them, is you can go very far with the sense, but it can be a bit abstract. And it's really with the, um, the experience that you will be able to, uh, to cross uh, one feeling you have with what it means when you are connected yourself or another person, for example. But it's, it can be a very precise uh, sense. And it's um, most of the time people want to see or hear. <laughs> and a clear feeling is, um, is a huge word that you can explore. And, um, and for me, it's the sense which gives the third dimension to the information. And at the beginning, I didn't have uh, this, uh, this sense uh, very developed. And when it came to, to be the more developed for me, it's really like I enter the 3D um, when it comes to information. So that's clear feeling. I wanna, I wanna add something yeah. here because you, you're making me think a lot about the Claire feeling in a way that I hadn't quite associated it. When I was a child, my mother introduced me to different uh, energy healing modalities. And we were taught um, that when we put our hands over somebody, we can feel the heat coming from them and through us and through the hand. It never occurred to me that that was a clear feeling uh, experience. And then likewise, you mentioned the idea of being able to recognize the source of the emotion that we're experiencing, whether it's from us or from someone else, or the meaning behind what we're getting and getting that meaning through the feeling. I am developing my feeling more and more, and I'm beginning to notice the subtleties because it's really, it can be really, really subtle. When I am um, practicing with my friends, there was one time where um, a spiritual friend of ours, Eric, came and was talking to us about, I was asking him questions about how can we tell the difference when we have thoughts in our head, whether it's our thought or our guide's thought or an angel's thought or someone else's thought and what he said was pay attention to the feeling in the thought notice and I kind of interpreted that as every thought is going to be partnered with a, a frequency a feeling a sensation associated with it um, and so what you're saying really resonates with me and it's I'm kind of connecting dots as, as you're speaking um, in ways that I hadn't quite associated with as a, as a clairsentient element. Uh, so that's, thank you. Very cool. Yeah. To continue what, what, you, what you said, Daniel, 
uh, it's when you're a child, you, uh, you, we have this reflex when we have been, uh, we are hurt somewhere, we just put the hand on the top of it and we channel uh, energy and we can feel it uh, as well. So it's really a childhood uh, thing we do without noticing we are already channeling energy and uh, already uh, uh, experiencing this clear feeling. And for the second part um, of what you said, that is true from my experience, um, the best confirmation we can have about the information we receive uh, come from the body. And you can even uh, have a, a kind of a hierarchy of uh, information with uh, connected with the feeling you have in your body. When you receive an information, for me, for, me, for example, if the information is very important, when I'm at, um, in the core of the information, all my body is shaking and I can have a wave of energy from head to, uh, to toes. It's, um, and sometimes it's much lighter than that. And that's all I can uh, uh, understand uh, inside myself um, that this information is much more important than the other uh, information. <laughs> so now I'm gonna continue with uh, what I will call the clear vision. Uh, Clear vision is where I started. Uh, as I said, I had flashes of animals. That's the first thing uh, I saw. And, uh, and when he came, I thought it was my mantle, um, my, uh, my imagination. And I was just pushing the images until I, uh, it was too much. And I started to, uh, to pay attention to them. And uh, that was the beginning of uh, channeling information for me. So clear vision is just to have uh, images. Uh, they can be short and they can be uh, as well um, uh, much longer that like bit of films, like uh, you in a movie uh, in a way. And in between these two things, you can have a lot of uh, different uh, experience. Um, it's really important for me uh, when it comes to clear vision that you jump on the first uh, vision you have. Most of the time you have a, like a, a blackboard, <laughs> you don't see uh, much. And then you have uh, some smoke <laughs> eventually which comes. And at one point you will identify something. Like uh, maybe it's a horse, you can see a horse. It could be, it could be some other animals, but it's very important uh, at this point to um, validate yourself uh, in what you just uh, seen, what you have just seen. And because it will be like uh, the sparkle of uh, the channeling. And uh, from this, this point, you will uh, be able to move on and continue to receive information. And um, clear, uh, clear seeing, clear vision, it's uh, very, um, it's not um, a first level uh, reading. Um, you have to interpret uh, the image you see, and that's very important when it comes to, uh, to clear vision. Uh, it's a bit like uh, the dream field of uh, information. Um, you 
cannot take it uh, on the first degree. Uh, you have to interpret it. Uh, but most of the time when you receive the image of the, of the film, uh, you can feel inside yourself a way of interpreting it. It's very subtle uh, thing. So when it comes, it doesn't take long um, for it to, to go away. So you have to be uh, vigilant uh, about what you feel uh, at the moment uh, you receive the, uh, the image. Um, so that's yeah, basically the most important things uh, for me about, uh, about vision. Um, one more thing I can add as well is uh, when you have vision, always take uh, notice about um, the details which is different than the rest of your vision. Uh, if everything is blue and you have a red object, just take attention to, uh, pay attention to, uh, to this. If everything is in black and white and you have a color uh, thing, pay attention to it. Or something which is just different than the rest of the, uh, of the image. Um, just, yeah, pay attention because you, you might have a string to, uh, to pull uh, with this detail. He, he uh, always says, says a lot. And so that's, there's something that else that that keeps on niggling at me to share um and this is it can be visual but auditory as well there's the internal and the external so you can hear so i i've been given messages in my inner ear while at the end of a, of a dream sequence just before i wake up and I've also had one experience, I mentioned in another conversation, I had one experience where I was working on my laptop and I heard a sound outside of me that started behind my left, went through the center of my head and then ended on the far right. And so that was an example of an external sound and visibly we can have images in our mind's eye as i call it or we can see physical so when people see entities or when they see auras or when they see uh energy emanating from an object that is an external clear visual and when we see things internally that's an internal clear visual and so you can have both yeah it's uh, uh... For me, it's what I call uh, inter interfences. <laughs> it's like um, one senses is bringing another senses, and it's um, it's very interesting because it can it can work on on different uh, level. Um, but as you said, you you can have a visions and hear something, and what you said is about spatiality as well. Uh, huh? You can uh, feel something is there. Or, um, or nearer or further, and you can have uh, sound connected to, uh, to it. And for me, I will uh, talk about it a bit later, but um, I am a lot about uh, clear knowing now. And in clear knowing, I can, uh, I can know a picture. I can know uh, an image. And then my brain is reconstructing it uh, afterwards is very short, but 
first I know the image and then my brain is, uh, is building it. So it's really, um, sometimes you have like a dance in between uh, these uh, subtle senses uh, and they complete each other and they tell a story. And it's uh, always very interesting when you have um, different level or different senses which combine themselves uh, to give you uh, a greater picture yeah. <laughs> about the information uh, you, uh, you receive. So um, one thing that I will continue. Yeah, one thing that yeah. I'd like to add about knowing, and this is, I feel like that's one of my stronger ones. And someone else, and I forget who it was, mentioned this, and I totally agree with this. Knowing tends to be a really difficult one to validate because it's not like you have a feeling or a sensation or a sound or a visual to accompany it. It's just like, I just know what it is. And whenever I do automatic writing, and I haven't been able to have the automatic writing where they take over my hand, not yet. But what I get is I just know what they want to say. And then, like you say, I translate that message into language. So like the words are, my brain is taking the knowing that I have and putting language to it. And oftentimes it's very difficult for me to, to not interfere with that, with my own consciousness, with my own words that I want to interpret. And so it's it's a subtle again, like you say, it, it all comes from experience and being able to recognize the the knowing for what it is, and learning to convert that into an image or into words, into language, into some other sense, so that you can put, so that you can describe it in a way that makes sense. And that takes, believe me, I'm in this myself, it takes time and it takes practice. Like any muscle, the more you do it, the more you develop it, the easier it becomes, the stronger it becomes. But I just wanna highlight the fact that most of us, if not all of us have, and like Robin has said, we all have access to these extrasensory experiences. And most of us aren't, necessarily associating that with we're channeling information it's just the way that we all work and the more that we become aware of it the more we become conscious of it we can learn to develop it and to strengthen that and we all have different um our bodies have different specialities and preferences and interests that make it easier for us to focus on one versus another there's a question that came in from Kelly, is your knowing image perceived differently than clairvoyance, for example, more defined or vivid? Can you say it again? Is your knowing image perceived differently than clairvoyance? And so. Um, yeah, yeah, because um, it's very interesting because um, for me, that's with clear vision. Then clear hearing, and for six years now, I am on uh, on uh, clear knowing. So I really can see the difference. Uh, about clear hearing, it's really I could I could hear a voice inside, like 
somebody speaking to me. Uh, and for me, it was my own voice. So, um, and for clear knowing, it's been like instant thoughts, uh, instant thinking, like uh, the spot is emerging inside my instant. And Robin, I'm going to. I'm I'm having a really hard time understanding you. I don't know if it's my connection or if others as well. Um, your voice is cutting in and out. Okay. It's broken. It's broken for others as well. Yeah. So the the connection with your side of things is is um, interfering with the sound quality. So let's just see if that clears itself out it's while you're kind of settling so that is it better for you um i'm not sure no not yet so um i wonder if maybe if you log out and come back in maybe it'll develop a, a stronger connection is it better like this? Or? Well, that's clear. Yes, Daniel? the volume is better, and hopefully, yeah. hopefully, the the connection will so will remain. Cool. Okay, perfect. We continue like this. So, we so I, I start again. Start, where, start where, over. Yes, beautiful. Where, where I was? Yeah. Um, so, from my experience, I started with clear vision, but then few years after, I had clear hearing, and for six years now, I have clear knowing. And um, and for me, it was like one senses uh, disappeared, another one arrived, disappeared, another one arrived. Um, meaning I still have clear vision, but much smaller than I had uh, pre previously. So to, to answer the, the question um, about clear hearing, it, I, I had really the sensation that somebody was speaking to me inside myself. Like I could hear a voice, and it was my own voice. I, could hear. I know that it's different from, for some other person. For me, I was hearing my own voice. So at the beginning, it was very uh, <laughs> the connection. The connection is losing again. The internet connection is a little bit a little bit low on your side. So Kelly, um, one thing that I wanted to add to this, and everybody is different. Um, everybody has a different experience of how the clairs work within themselves. And as for the difference in a knowing image versus a clairvoyance, my interpretation of that is that when we get information through a knowing and our brain creates an image there's a different sensation to it than when we get an image first and then interpret the image through our our brain um, and so there's going to be a there's likely going to be a difference there but it's playing off of your ability of of your clear uh audience and your clear visual um elements are going to come into play to support the knowing as well. Like Robin was saying, they, they're, they're multi-layered and they support each other. Um, 
but you should be able to identify and recognize a a difference when it comes through one path versus another path. So hopefully that helps. Yeah, Ms. Kelly, may yeah. I comment? Of course, please. Yes, um, the, the way I was seeing it, like through clairvoyance, it seems like it's almost a, a visual of a vibratory type image where it maybe isn't as pronounced or clear and it's got like fluctuations to it. And that's why I was wondering if the, the knowing piece of it makes that image maybe more solid. Does that make sense? Like a more of a, because it's the, it's a knowing of that image. I don't know. That's what, what was coming up for me. Uh, for, for, my um, for my experience, um, Kelly, um, it was more solid in a way uh, when I had the clear hearing and even uh, as well the clear vision because I had something I could, uh, I could sit on um, in a way. When it comes to clear knowing, it's really uh, much more subtle. Um, and sometimes it comes like concept. And as Daniel was, uh, was saying, um, it, it's not like an interpretation, but it goes through my channel. It's a high vibration that I will translate uh, into my words, uh, into my um, word as well, like uh, uh, what I know and, and, and all these things. It's like a filter um, in a way. And um, so clear, clear hearing, it was much yeah, easier. But now I have the experience with uh, uh, clear knowing and it goes much faster uh, for me. That's um, the thing which is uh, a plus for me uh, in, this, in this experience. Does that help, Kelly? Yes, thank you so yeah. much. Thanks. I mean, for, for me, it's I'm, I'm still learning about my whole, like whenever people ask me, what am I? I'm like, I have no idea what I am. Um, not that I'm a big fan of labels, but I'm still learning what abilities my body is, is more relevant to or more experienced with or more happy to play with. And like I say, knowing is something that I've, I didn't realize that that was a Claire when I'm working with somebody in a spiritual session, like I'll just know that their team wants me to ask a different question or their team wants me to go in a different direction. And it's not like I hear a voice and it's not like I see an image, but I just, I just know it. Um, and it's like I say, it's really hard to, for me to learn how to distinguish and differentiate between is that me or is that them? And I'm learning to identify that. And it's, like I say, it can be very, very subtle. Yeah, it, it is because um, sometimes uh, with knowing it's very, very similar than, uh, than the matter that we do. So it's, it's quite difficult sometimes to, to make the difference. And it's really about Robin, let me let me interrupt you again. The the connection 
the connection is is, yep. is slow on your side again. By chance, is there any way that you can connect via Ethernet? Is that possible? No. Sorry, guys. I, I don't mean to cut everybody off, but the connection. So something else that sometimes I've noticed. If I check. No, I'm, I'm sorry that then I, I cannot do that because I do uh, everything with my uh, with my phone. <laughs> um, and, um, so something else that's that I wanted to, maybe to ask I... you. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, it's perfect for me. Um, one thing that I wanted to ask you is something that I've noticed in other conversations I've had with people is when the internet starts kind of getting fuzzy and dodgy when otherwise it was perfectly fine. It's when their team is wanting to come through and they've got something that they want to say. So I'm curious in asking your team if there's something that, first of all, are they creating this interference with the connection? And second of all, is there something that they would like to, to add to this conversation? I'm asking them now. <laughs> <laughs> they, want, they want me to talk about them. <laughs> They're like chewing. <laughs> they want me to start to, to start uh, speaking um, uh, about them. So I can talk about them uh, within the subject. Um, clear, um, so, so before uh, before we before you go forward. Robin, because again, the connection is pretty bad and I, I can sort of make out the words that you're saying. Could I ask your team and my team and the entire collective that's supporting us if there's something they can do to help strengthen the signal so that we can continue this conversation? That would be amazing. Um, and like I say, Robin, maybe if you drop out and come back in, maybe it'll maybe you'll be able to come back in with a stronger connection. Yeah, I try this. So try that. Okay. Um, in the meantime, I'm just going to chat with, with everybody here. Um, so Sally, yes, I, I agree with you. The, it is interesting that Robin's clairs are changing and as he's learning to develop one, the others are kind of taking a back seat. And I think that that's, I, I, it, that, that makes sense to me because if my team wants me to learn to develop a stronger sense in uh, visual, for example, it kind of makes sense that my higher self or my team, whoever it is that's helping me develop this, is going to put the volume down on the others so that I can focus on one area more and develop my relationship with that more. Um, and it is a good question whether or not uh, they will reappear. Um, yeah. So while Robin is away, if anybody has any things that you would like to ask or share or, um, you know, feel free to, to let me know. Um, like I've said to you guys, I'm very transparent. I'm learning. I'm still a, a novice in all of this. Um, so it's very, it's a journey. It's an internal journey of developing skill sets of learning skill sets that I didn't even know existed. Um, and learning how to learn about them in, because they can be so subtle, it's, 
starting to recognize the, like I say, the frequency, the feeling, the sensation associated with, with something and how that's different. Um, I realized that um, I'm probably picking up the emotions of people around me and feeling them as if those are my emotions and not being, not knowing that that was happening. Uh, so there's a lot of subtlety involved in the learning process. So Robin, there was a question with regards yeah. to your clairs. Uh, interesting that they come and go, that they disappear. Do they reappear again? Um, Sally talks about how she very occasionally sees things, but not very often. And she's hoping that they will come back and, and that'll happen more often for her. Okay. Um, for me, it's really personal because um, most of the person uh, I have around, around, they don't have the specificity to lose one uh, uh, one subtle sense uh, after another. But to give an, uh, an example, uh, when uh, I receive a message, sometimes they give me uh, an image when it's worth a thousand words. So it works this way now, now for me. It's like uh, it comes from a clear knowing, but when an image is quicker, and uh, make more sense, they, they send me a, a, an image. So the clear vision, I still have it sometime, and, but less than I had. But according to clear hearing, it just disappeared. Now it's, it's just clear knowing. Uh, I just uh, have this, uh, this sense. And to jump uh, um, on um, clear hearing, that's what the spirit wanted to uh, to, to, to say is um, I could hear my own voice, but the tone was changing uh, depending on the spirit I was connecting. And that's something uh, quite interesting. Uh, it's um, meaning like uh, sometimes it was uh, a very round maternal tone uh, for maybe, uh, for example, Mary, um, uh, it will be like this. Or uh, for Saint-Germain, it will be like a tone very straight and uh, um, nearly hard tone. <laughs> and so I could uh, feel the differences in between the spirits uh, I was connecting um, um, with the tone more than with the difference uh, of, the, of the voice. And... Um, and for clearing, you can hear a lot of different things. It can be uh, sound, it can be uh, music, uh, the experience to, to hear uh, angels' music, which is uh, amazing. And you can hear words, just words, communities. Um, you can hear sentences, you can hear uh, like a whole message. And um, according to, to hearing messages, you have to understand that sometimes it's very short, it's much longer. But when you come to the hand, it's the end. Sometimes I could feel it after two sentences. Uh, it was uh, the end of the, of the message, and you can feel it's the end. And sometimes it was like three pages. I was writing three pages before um, before he stopped. And one another thing interesting about channeling spirit 
is um, for me was working like a phone ringing. I could hear, um, I don't know which word, accent, like a sound in my hair, um, my hair. I was on the right, sometimes on the left, and I knew the spirit wanted to communicate uh, with me. And so I was just checking if it was uh, a spirit, just sound in my yeah. Robin, I'm sorry. I'm I'm going to jump in again because the the connection, your voice is yeah. cutting in and out again. Um, I do apologize, guys. Technical issues oftentimes come into play with whenever we play with spirit, um, or can get involved. Um. <clears throat> So let me answer your question, Bev, and hopefully this will give the system a little bit of time to, to strengthen on Robin's side. Um, automatic writing is something that was recommended to me by Sarah Landon, as well as Jamie Butler, who are two people that I um, work with and have studied with. Um, I haven't done the full Sarah uh, Landon uh, course for channeling, but she did offer a, a small one that I took part in. And they both recommended automatic writing as a way for us to, let me put my pin on so you guys can see me. Um, <clears throat> so they both recommended automatic writing as a way for us to begin to connect and to um, develop that, that uh, ability, to strengthen that ability. And what Sarah Landon suggested was very simply, just ask your, your team, what does my higher self or what does my spiritual team have something to say for me? And just see what happens, see what comes out. Like I say, I get a knowing, like I get a knowing of what the message is that they want to say. And then I translate that into words. Um, what Jamie recommended was to, and I'm gonna move the, uh, sorry, let me switch video so I can show you. So what Jamie recommended was to get a clipboard and to put it on a surface where it's comfortable. Get the pen and rest the pen on the page without your arm being on something so that there's less resistance on the arm and then invite your team, whoever is answering for you to take over your hand. Um, I haven't been able to do that. My hand never moves. Um, but the idea of having the least amount of resistance um, so that there's less effort for them to move. Uh, and so that's what Jamie recommended. Like I, I'm still, eventually, hopefully, I'll be able to develop that. Um, I'm curious to play with it. Um, but, um, uh, I haven't had automatic writing happen the way that others that I know where their hand is just literally taken over by someone and messages are shared with them completely channeled outside of their own involvement. I'm very much involved in mine. I'm translating what I'm getting into words. So I'm typing or I'm writing. 
my interpretation of the knowing that I have. All right, Robin, let's try again. Let's see if let's let's see if you can if you can talk with us. <laughs> we first thing is no it's still very low is it better like this daniel you are on mute oh thank you um yeah so robin you know okay. you know <laughs> You know when the when the internet connection is slow, you get kind of that that distorted digital interference that gets in the way. That's the way that you're coming through. Um, and we, whenever you and I have spoken in the past, we never had this issue before. So I don't know. I, don't. I never had it before. Yeah. Maybe it's everybody's energy is interfering. Guys, so, um, tone down your energy. <laughs> um, so Bev says, um, I often get different writing styles, not my usual penmanship. I think it must be different aspects of me. Yeah, it can be. Absolutely. And that's the other thing that I wanted to mention is, you know, you, Bev, you bring up a really good point that a lot of times we talk about you know, channeling our higher self or channeling our spirit team or channeling different entities. And another way of saying this is that you're channeling different aspects of yourself. Um, and so that's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, Kiara, your, your head moves. With and this, uh, with this, uh, I totally agree with this point of view that each spirit is a part of ourselves. And was very uh, separating things. At the beginning, the more I go, more I, uh, I see things like this. Like one spirit is a part of myself, which gonna talk to me about this part. And each spirit has its uh, specialty and, and is um, a way of seeing things. As well. Even if they are bigger views than we are, uh, because they are much um, uh, good in certain fields. If I um, talk about, for example, uh, natural spirits, uh, some natural spirits are connected to earth, uh, some natural spirits are connecting with water, fire, and air, or air, and then don't work on the same field. For example, the spirits which are connected with water, they will be really good emotion. And the one like both, and this kind of element, um, spirit, spirits, they will be really good with uh, rooting yourself, um, for example. And one interesting thing as well with spirit is we have some spirits uh, which are with us from the time we are born. And some other spirits uh, are coming just for a small amount of time. Uh, they gonna help us with uh, one thematic we have. Uh, for example, um, uh, at one point of my life, I was exploring recognition, recognition. And 
one spirit came to help me with this and all the life was conspiring uh, to bring me experience to go deeper in this thematic of uh, being recognized and recognize other person. And I can I can observe that um, during our life um, we go from thematic to another one and now the energy is so high, we don't have a rest anymore. It means meaning we treat one layer and we don't have time to rest and there's another layer to treat. And it sometimes relevant uh, at the same time uh, that we have to, to treat. So there is an acceleration and spirit um, good allies to, um, to help us to evolve. Because um, for me, all the invisible world is, um, is there to help us to, to evolve. Uh, meaning, uh, knowing ourselves better. Uh, and that's performing uh, the purpose uh, of life. That knowing better and knowing ourselves better is about quitting more and more the illusion. Knowing yourself is um, um, getting essential on what we really are and spending less time on the religion part uh, of ourselves. And the spirit are um, very good to, to guide us with this. And from, I can bring back as well my experience because when I started to, uh, um, so with clear vision, I had a lot of uh, uh, travels, <laughs> like visual uh, journey. And so I was meeting my guides and had a lot of adventure with them. And, and, but nothing was changing in my life. And I spent two or three years like this. Um, I, I felt in this world that I had all the power uh, I wanted, but nothing was changing um, in my life. And um, and the way was that it's because I, was, I didn't want to, to make really easy to find somewhere else. And was, I was refusing uh, my incarnation. Uh, and um, after one uh, accident, uh, I had I really had the choice. Uh, the choice to stay and uh, to do something. I'm going to stop you here because um, I, I cannot follow a single word you're, you're saying because of the connection. It was kind of cutting in and out so I could hear a little bit, but then in the last couple sentences, I just couldn't understand a single word. So I'm going to address a couple questions or comments that have come through. Um, hopefully, again, the connection will, it, it comes in and out. We can hear you for a little bit and then you, you fall out. So Bev talks about how she has pens that uh, she won't let other people use um, and whether or not this is something to do with with energy. Um, I'm kind of inter interpreting your question, Bev. I hope that's okay. Um, I, it's interesting that you mentioned that because um, we've played with, 
we've shared throughout this weekend that objects have their own energy and have their own spirit, their own essence to it, their own level of consciousness. And so it's very possible that those pens are, you know, aligned with you and they don't want to have that interference of someone else's energy and or you want to align with the pen and don't want to have the interference of someone else's energy. The metaphor that I get in my mind is I dance Argentine tango. And when I dance with somebody, the relationship and the energy that I have with that person influences how I dance with the next person until we kind of acclimate to each other. And then the remnants of the previous person kind of falls away. And it's possible that your, your pens, either you or the pens and what you're picking up on is the consciousness of the pens that are requesting that of you. Um, so I, I think that's possible. Absolutely. Um, Bev, you're saying you're telling yourself to calm down, detach, and be open to receive this valuable information for your benefit. I need it. I'm safe too and ready to learn. No resistance, please. <laughs> I love the invitation. Um, what I'll say is, at least in my experience, the more we allow things to happen in their own time, and um, like Sandra was saying, no expectations, no attachments, putting the request out there being open to it without getting caught up in how, it can, how it's gonna present, knowing or, or adding to the request for my highest good, for the greater good, um, so that there's an opening for spirit to help us in ways beyond what we can even imagine. Because a lot of times as we're learning this, and I can believe me, I'm, I'm with you on this, as we're learning to develop these skills, we have our own ideas of what the skill is gonna be like and how it's supposed to look and feel and sense and sound. And our ideas of what it's supposed to be ends up creating almost like an innocent um, resistance or structure from which we're, we're only allowing this amount of information through in this way and when we allow ourselves and we communicate through our intention that we're open for it to be or better than what we know or greater than what we expect, then we open up that container and allow our higher self and our team to assist us in ways that are above and beyond and go outside of our very limited idea of what they are. So hopefully that's helpful. Robin, let's try again. Go for it. Yeah, let's try again. <laughs> it's it's okay uh, right now. You can you're okay. <laughs> I wanted to add some doors about what you said and about the um, channeling movement in a way. Uh, we were talk, talking about and writing. Um, you can channel as well movement. Uh, I had uh, somebody I, I knew. It just could channel a kind of dance or specific uh, uh, movement. So that's a way of channeling uh, uh, with the body as well that I didn't uh, talk, uh, talk about uh, um, before. Uh, I had a person uh, in one seminar as well, she was channeling by drawing. And it's very interesting because she was jealous of 
all the other person and uh, all the other person were jealous uh, about her because when she finished when you look uh, at the drawing she made all the body was shaking uh, energy was flowing uh, all around it was it was crazy powerful um, i just got chills listening so, to that oh um, uh, yeah <laughs> so it was amazing so there are so many manners uh, 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 to channel uh, energy uh, or presence. Um, so I'm going to talk about really quickly about clear knowing. And after I will talk about more um, how to get in a relation with spirit, because it's um, like the first step. Um, so clear knowing, I always give this example. It's like you're driving your car. And you know, on the next street on your right, you will find a place to park. Nobody told you this. You just know, and you didn't hear it. It's just something you know. And as I said earlier, it's through clear knowing you can. I can know a smell. I can know an image. I can know a lot of things, and it can comes uh, like concepts as well, like. I receive a concept and after my brain will, will build the translation of it uh, um, in a way. So it's all this uh, uh, clear knowing and it's very, um, very fluid and very quick. It's a really a quick way to, uh, to channel. Um, but most of the time, uh, it's difficult to, to be sure. But I am sure inside myself that most of the person that have this ability, but because it's difficult to validate, um, people can, cannot really uh, use it. So when it comes to um, channeling spirit, for me, something which really helped me is to touch the energy of the spirit. Uh, and I think because we are really rational person, uh, we live in a rational world. Even if we believe in spirits, it takes some uh, time and it takes some experiences for, for being able to really be sure like 100% uh, spirit exists and they are for real. Um, and for me, being able to touch uh, spirits was a big, big step uh, for me. So the technique is very simple. You can put uh, any object on the floor and you call the spirit you want to work with and you ask the spirit to be uh, on the object uh, you put uh, on the floor. Um, so the object will be the center of the energy of the spirit. Um, you will take your hand and take a distance, maybe a meter or two maximum. Then you go towards um, the object, the center of the spirit energy, very slowly. When I say very slowly is this speed, <laughs> because what you're gonna feel is a difference uh, where there are no energy when the energy starts. When your hand will be into the energy, you, you won't feel much. It's really the frontier in between 
no energy and the beginning of the layer that you will feel. So when you feel it, you can go a bit um, behind, few centimeters, and you go again just to feel the beginning. And it's very uh, um, a strong experience because you will be uh, able to see how it appears for you, how it takes place in form. For some people, you will feel it. For some people, you will um, you will feel um, tickling in your hand, and for some people, you will feel um, different in the density of the hair. Um, and some people they feel these three things. For other person, the heart will open itself, or any other feeling um, in your body. Uh, it's very a personal way of perceiving things, um, but it's for me. It has been very uh, important to feel, to touch with my fingers the energy, and after you can feel um, different energies, like depending on the spirit uh, you work with. Um, it will be, uh, as I said earlier, with the tone. In fact. It will be very round, very maternal, or very sharp, or um, or very um, surrounding energy, um, uh, very balanced. For example, jazz for me, it's very a balanced energy, uh, and and so on. It's very, uh, it's it's a great experience to make. And if you want to go further, you just ask yourself to channel a certain kind of energy. I want to channel Jesus now. And you see what you feel in your hand, in your body. I want to channel Buddha or, um, or other spirit. Any spirit you want, you just channel it uh, in your body and your hand. And you will really make this experience to feel the, uh, to feel the energy. That's a beautiful exercise. I love that invitation. Yeah. And, you know, Sally also you know, thanks you because yeah. she said it was great. Beautiful, beautiful. And it, it helps to make it real because uh, it's, it's not easy to make it real. For me, the first time I could really feel uh, one spirit, it was a water spirit. It opened up my world like it was crazy because all the things that I heard when I was, was a, a child, they were true. And and I realized that um, the world is much more wonderful than I thought. Uh, and the last thing is, um, I feel energy when I, when I think about it, is from this time, I, I never been alone anymore. Never. Even if I am on my own, I don't feel alone. Uh, there's always some uh, spirit with me or some energy. And it's something, it's been a life changer. All these, um, all these feelings that I could, uh, I could have. So, there's something I wanted to add to that, and it's, it's. Yeah. I've mentioned this a couple times. That what happens to me is I get pestered over and over again with a thought, um, and I start to get the impression that this isn't just my initial thought, and this is something that I'm being invited to to share. And so, this is the second time that this has come up. 
as you were talking about feeling the energy of spirit by putting an object on the floor and inviting the energy to be within that object and then approaching that object with your hand very slowly. It reminds me of when I was learning to play with energy work. Some, one of the things that, that we're told is you know, put your hands facing each other and bring them into each other little by little. And you're going to get to a point where you start to feel like a, a magnetic push where it, the hands, there's resistance there. And if you start to feel that resistance, you can, you know, move further out and you can put more energy into your hands and you can start moving further out. And I would imagine for me, because this is the way that I've kind of trained my, my senses to interpret energy, it's possible that when I do that exercise that Robin gave us, I might feel some of that because I already have that as a reference. So spirit will utilize what we know to help us along our journey. Um, and so if you're familiar with feeling heat or feeling cold or feeling something else, um, it, it's possible that that is what you're gonna experience. And what I keep on being told over and over again is allow yourself to be open. Don't go in thinking I'm gonna feel heat or I'm gonna feel cold, like I said earlier. Allow, and Robin said this beautifully, you, you can get a different sensation or a feeling or an emotion or even a sound or any of the other clairs can jump in to help you identify the edge of that, uh, of that spiritual, spiritual energy. I think that's beautiful. Um, Robin, you talk about, so Sally's asking, Robin, you talk about doubt. What is, was it difficult to overcome your doubts about what you were experiencing? If so, what enabled you to overcome the doubt? Okay, it's a very good question. <laughs> um, so, as I said at the beginning, I had uh, flashes of animals, and as soon as they arrived, I just I pushed them. I didn't want uh, uh, them, so I was um, I was doubting them. I thought it was my imagination, and it's very interesting because now I know deeply inside myself that imagination it is channeling. We are channeling. It's inspiration, and and what we call imagination is already uh, uh, channeling information. But by the time I had all this uh, thing um, uh, about that, so I was really doubting about it. Then I bought some uh, symbol dictionary and tried to uh, um, study them, and um, and so it. it it's been very slow for me. It took years when I see what uh, people are reaching in three days of seminar now. I'm, I'm a lot, I'm really jealous, uh, in fact, because for me, it took, uh, it took years. So it was good for me because it took me time to uh, um, integrate things, but I always doubted uh, and I still doubt sometimes. Uh, and I think um, um, doubting is a kind of a friend you have to do the journey with. Uh, you cannot really, uh, um, according to me, uh, you cannot be without doubting. And I don't think it's a really good thing as well to have no doubt. Uh, it's a kind of a, a barrier uh, which uh, keeps us uh, far from power 
on people or, or this kind of thing uh, for me. So it's uh, normal to doubt, uh, but you have to keep the doubt at the right place. And um, I used to say in my seminars that you can uh, ask for confirmation one time, two times, but not three times. Because after, at, from three, the third time, you just uh, irrigate <coughs> the doubt, uh, the doubting energy. So you have to accept at one moment is the information, uh, the information uh, you have. But yeah, I've been doubting, and when my senses changed, when one was uh, fading um, down and the other one was fading up. Uh, when the new sense arrived, it took me quite some time to uh, uh, to adapt to, to it and to get confidence uh, with it. And when you communicate with spirit, it's, it's really about uh, um, growing uh, uh, confidence um, relation, a trust relation with the, with the spirit. Uh, that's why I recommend to work with not too many uh, spirits at the beginning, so you can really grow um, uh, a kind of friendship uh, uh, with the spirit. Um, and what helped me when I started to have clear hearing and I started to channel uh, to channel um, spirits, it was that I could uh, uh, communicate with with the body as well. So I, I was asking the spirit to balance me front or behind to give me um, like close question. Like yes will be forward and no will be uh, pushing me uh, behind. And so I was receiving the information and I was asking this kind of confirmation. So it really accelerated uh, uh, the things for me. Like my trust was uh, um, higher because of that. But to be frankly honest um, and answer your question, when I started, I was really on what I call my um, um, straight axe. Um, and I was a very confident person. I was not very uh, linked to people, but I was very uh, trusting myself a lot. Uh, now it's very different, in fact. I have less confidence than I had uh, 15, years, uh, 15 years ago. So this, this trust and this confidence into myself, it helped me to to go uh, to go through this journey because um, I learn everything by myself. So uh, this confidence helped me to validate what I was uh, uh, what I was receiving, and um, but still I was doubting uh, on a regularly uh, um, regularly I was doubting, and still I am doubting. Because sometimes I got an information which is so uh, so far from uh, uh, my consciousness or my way of seeing things um, that 
it pushing me out of my um, my uh, control and my uh, uh, pushing me about uh, far from what I know, and I have to to validate the information. Um, so it's it's a it's a friend that you have to keep at the right place, <laughs> but which will be always there. <laughs> Robin, I would love to give your team an opportunity and a platform for them to share something, um, everything that you've been talking about, the different connections, uh, both within ourselves and how we receive messages, I think has been very helpful. Again, reminder to anybody, if you have any questions, um, please feel free to, um, to, to interact with us. But I would love to to give your team a platform for them to share something. Okay. Okay, the remind like a reminder. They want to talk about the heart and the power of the heart in connection with channeling. Um, and that's something I didn't talk, uh, um, and which is so important for me. I don't know how I could forget that. So thanks for for my team to to remind me. Um, at the beginning, I was channeling really through my uh, third eye, and my in information were like cold information, really precise information, but cold. And when I was working uh, with people, I wasn't really linked to them. And my uh, heart opened and, um, and it changed everything. It's like, had, uh, as I said earlier, this three dimension, uh, um, my information were in three dimensions. I could feel a person, I could feel emotion, I could feel so many subtle things which which gives um, all the uh, the richness uh, of the information and there is really a yeah um, a link between the third eye and the, the heart which is most of the time interrupted by uh, the throat um, uh, where we put all we don't want to say, all uh, we don't want to get rid of it. Um, and so it's most of the time, it kind of um, make this connection, third eyes to, to heart, difficult. But more we advance um, um, in channeling, more it, this link uh, open itself. And it's really, um, it's a daily life thing because when the heart is open, you can feel so many things on so many levels. And it opens the power of love, which is um, about channeling it open a lot, but about being with other people, it's um, tremendous because you, you can change things. It's, for me, it's really the link in between the channeling and the material world. Because from this, uh, uh, from this place, you can 
revolve energy around yourself. You can change situations and, and you can really feel when uh, the spirits are with you and they can help you to open, uh, to open this very essential, uh, essential center. So, one more time, I don't know how I could forget this, and, and, and I thank uh, um, my team to, to remind me, because it's that's before channeling without the heart and after. And in fact, I cannot do, uh, do it without uh, that now. It's, uh, and it's as well a big center when, where we receive things. It's um, a center where we can be crossed by life. And that's a very uh, important thing as well, because with information in life and with channeling, we have the masculine way of doing the young uh, thing. is like we block information and we are not touched. And the female or yin um, way of collecting information is we collect information, especially emotion, and sometimes we just dive into it for hours or days sometimes. And in between, you have the heart. The heart is like um, a thin layer within ourselves where we can vibrate the world. And uh, vibrating the world is the first thing, um, the first connection we have with the world is vibration. Then we move to uh, emotion through the mental level and all this thing. The first thing first is vibration and when we cannot handle it anymore it will transform to emotion and why it transform to emotion because we know emotion we know sadness we know anger so it's kind of a reference for us we're going to go back to something we already know while the vibration is always new Vibration is always new in within ourselves. And we perceive the world this way. And all the time, we have an interaction with the world and we collect information. Even if we are conscious or unconscious, we collect information all the time. All the instant present, we collect information. And sometimes we move from this instant which is really the channeling instant, the way, the place where we get empty and the information is just pumping up, uh, um, um, emerge from this empty, uh, inside emptiness. So when we move from this place, we go back to mental place or emotion and we are not in present moment anymore. Only the art is the guardian of this place. Robin, can you, for people um, like myself who have either turned down their connection with their heart or put blocks or filters or resistance around their heart, can you and your team 
um, provide some guidance to help us connect with that heart space. Okay. Um, I've been close to my feelings and, uh, and my heart for more than 20 years. Uh, so I know what I know what it is. It's what keeps us uh, from opening our heart is uh, being touched and being touched is, uh, can be very painful. And that's why most of the time we, uh, we close our heart. Um, so first thing is to choose people you are with when you open your heart. And maybe you will be on your own as being. That's something very important because you open the sacred place when you do this. So don't open this sacred place with everybody because not everybody will be able to to respect this place. Can I get you to repeat and, that because and, the connection kind yeah. of dropped a little bit? Um, I could sort of make out what you were saying, okay. but for others, I want to make sure that that's clear because what you're saying is really, really helpful. Okay. Most of the time we close from our feelings or uh, we close from our sensibility because we've been hurt, sorry. And sometimes deeply hurt. And opening your heart is really somewhere when during the opening you will be very sensitive. And when it's totally open, nothing can happen to you. But during the opening, it's another, another story. So my first advice is to choose uh, with who you are, which friend, with uh, people you know, you, have, you are with when you are opening your heart or when you want to open your heart. Because not everybody is able to respect this sacred place. Because when you open your heart, you really open a sacred place, a sacred place within yourself. And to be, uh, to be honest, uh, it's as simple as saying, now I am opening my heart. And I prepare myself to sense the world because it's really about this. It's really about taking layers um, um, out of our body, uh, taking our protection uh, off, um, dropping our weapons, um, and surrender to the energy of life, uh, the living energy, uh, energy uh, of life. And you can open your heart yourself, or you can be connected by uh, another person's heart. And when two art connect together it's even something something else for me the first time i opened my heart it was because of uh, um, my partner and um, she was not my partner by, by the time but when when we connected here it's just open uh, completely uh, and i didn't know what it was because i didn't uh, had no references about this I wasn't uh, falling in love. I was touching what love was, which is totally different. It's, um, 
really it, it open here. My perception is like I've got some uh, um, energy floating in front of my uh, heart, but it can be so different uh, uh, from one person to uh, to uh, to another, and you can be helped as well um, in being in high vibration places, like holy places. It can it can help uh, as well, and. And it's really uh, um, the feeling when it, it is when it's open is you are connected to everything, and in a way it's, it's really like touching uh, touching God, because one uh, definition of God I receive in channeling and I really love is the only one I like actually is God is the sum of all the consciousness of the living, meaning all the consciousness of the living. It's just the sum of all this consciousness. And when it's open here, it's like you are not a divided person. You are, you contain everybody in your heart. Everybody, all the humanity is in your heart. So you are not separate from uh, anybody. And it's a um, great feeling, but sometimes it can be overwhelmed as well, because it, it can be surprising that we are not, nothing is preparing us to feel love uh, this way. It's, um, it can be too much, uh, because we like to, to put things in boxes and we like to control things and, and it's really um, a total surrender uh, experiment. Beautiful, I love that. And I'm aware of the time. I would love to have you talk to us about your free offer and the special invitation that, you, that you've got uh, available to people. Okay. Um, so the uh, free offer is like to join the newsletter, um, and I uh, and I will uh, propose uh, um, English workshop for for example and and session. And the special invitation uh, I have two kinds. It's like individual uh, session uh, with me, and in this individual session I can connect to the problem you have or limitation um, or basically anything and receive information about what's going on behind, going um, to the core uh, of uh, what's behind for you and bring it back to the consciousness. And the other um, one hour session we can do is really about going to see which blockage you can have um, with your third eye's um, abilities and just connect. If there's some past life, if there's some uh, belief uh, um, not, uh, and go there, connect it, bring back the information and make it move uh, with energy and as well some exercise to, to develop uh, that. And last thing is in June, I will do um, a channeling uh, seminar, a two-day online uh, seminar to help you to develop 
uh, the ability of channeling. Um, so it will be a two days journey. And at the end, um, um, I would like you to connect like verbal uh, channeling, like feeling the flow of the spirit using your mouth to, to express itself. And will that workshop be in French or English? It will be in English. English. Totally, uh, okay. In English. Excellent. And with, uh, so we have a few minutes if anybody has any last minute questions or anything else that you would like to add. Um, but in the meantime, if, um, <clears throat> if I could ask you, Robin, if there's any last minute comments or ideas that you would like to share with us as a, as a closing. As a closing is, is um, I will go back to the base. Uh, channeling is a surrender uh, uh, experiment. It's really like uh, um, let things happen um, and creating emptiness inside uh, ourselves. It's not an easy thing, uh, thing because uh, our society doesn't uh, uh, um, uh, bring us to this direction. It's really like uh, creating emptiness and putting intention. It's something like you said earlier, but I. Uh, I really join you about this uh, this feeling. Let yourself um, surrender and see what's coming, because you you don't know what what will come. And even if you receive nothing and you feel great in this space, it's like a giant uh, giant step already. I love that because a lot of times when we go into let me let me pin myself for for the recording. A lot of times when we go into these experiences, we have an idea that we're going to experience something. And I love the invitation that you just gave us to just recognize that when we go into the space, just recognize that we enjoy that space, regardless of what comes or what doesn't come. And to just appreciate that, because that's huge already. And I love that you just invited us to do that. So for everybody, thank you for your patience throughout the technical difficulties. Um, Hopefully, hopefully you were able to get uh, some some great value out of this conversation. Um, and um, I, I, as always, I invite you to connect with Robin if you resonate with his energy and the way that he works. And we will see each other in about thirty minutes. Uh, Samuel is going to be um, speaking with us. Um, and uh, if nothing else, I will leave you guys with being spirit being human and simply being from love. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you for being part of this incredible experience. We hope that this session has inspired a new level of understanding within you, allowing you to expand more easily into the essence of your true self and become an even more powerful alchemist in your own life. We invite you to listen to the session again and again in order to go deeper each time and expand even more. Have it be via the replays or the unlimited access package. If you have enjoyed being part of this event, we invite you to tell your friends so that they can join us in the future. We are grateful that you are here and we thank you for co-creating this experience with us. Until next time, we leave you with being spirit, being human, and simply be